evening. It's great to be together in this season of Lent. It's good, to, good for our health to gather and praise our Lord together and worship. And wanted to remind you, if you didn't already, get some prayer beads. We do have those available. Um, prayer is just, what would we do without it? So it's a wonderful tool to help you kind of focus on your prayer life and um, those kind of things. There's some pamphlets that tell about them. You're welcome to those. We are using this Holy Evening Prayer Service tonight, and there's a point on page four where we sing a psalm. And when we get to that point, we will be group one, and you and the musicians over there will be group two. We'll begin our Sure. 
from the book of John, chapter 5. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five roof colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I'm going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Now that day was the Sabbath. The light shines in the darkness. So I'm a little worried that I might be developing a problem, because I have been finding myself getting sucked into documentaries on Netflix about healthy living and eating. <laughs> now I have all these questions like, should you follow a plant-based diet? Is sugar evil? How much exercise is enough and what kind? Why are so many Americans taking so much medicine? Well, what about the paleo diet? Does mindfulness help? <laughs> well, apparently I am not the only one with these concerns. This is like a trillion dollar one documentary showed a bar graph on how much Americans spend on health care compared to defense, and I was astounded because it's many times more. And everyone has an answer, don't they? The health care industry is full of evangelists, trying to get you to take on their way of healthy living. It can be overwhelming. And it has sucked me in, and then I put two and two together and thought, well, I am turning 50 this summer. Can you imagine? 
hold of you with chronic illnesses, diabetes, arthritis, Parkinson's, MS, you can imagine. She's probably read all the books and watched all the shows and now he's here. Or maybe he's been here for what seems like forever trying to get to the water. Or maybe he's given up hope and just wants to lay there and watch. Well, given where he is and how long he's been ill, when Jesus asks him, do you want to be made well, quite frankly, isn't it stunning how stupid that question is? I mean, he's there, isn't he? He's been sick for 38 years. Of course he wants to be made well. <laughs> but, you know, we don't really know what he's thinking because he never answers the question. He just says, well, I can't because no one will help me get down to the water in time. I start to go down, but people shove in front of me. Rather than answering yes to do you want to be made well, he complains. Which, by the way, is completely understandable, isn't it? And so realistic. I know sometimes when I watch my shows, I will be like, yeah, I love to eat only It's the best 
reminder that the world is not our home, that we were made for eternity in Jesus' name. That was what I needed to hear. <laughs> I'm not slowing down the clock. I am dust. But Jesus makes me well. Do you want to be made well? Wellness and healing aren't always the same thing. Sometimes we are healed when we're made well, but sometimes we're not, and it is excruciatingly painful when we pray and we're not healed. But you can have wellness no matter what. Jesus so wants to make each of you well. So one last thing about this crazy guy in the story. Later on, he did meet Jesus again, found out his name, and then he went back to the authorities and said, hey, I found out that guy's name. It's Jesus. And then they went after Jesus for healing on the Sabbath and breaking the law. But Jesus didn't care about breaking that law. Because the law that Jesus cares about in John's gospel is that we believe in him. Unbelief is the fundamental sin when Jesus is here, he says, you either believe in him and trust in him, or you don't. And when you do believe Jesus, you know he is right here with you right now. The world is not our home. We were made for eternity in Jesus' name. I'm glad Julie said that to me. Because I don't know about you, but when I get so focused on me and all I need to do to get healthier, whatever it is I'm thinking about at the moment, I forget that I am not in charge, that I'm dust and you are dust as well. But isn't that good news? These bodies we have, this world we live in where we worry about things now like toilet paper and hand Jesus died on the cross, he put to death all of that so we could trust in him and believe in him and have him right with us, walking with us no matter what, making us well. going to end each week with a song that goes nicely with the reading and this week is called Let All Things
teach us